Welcome to episode four of Echo Screen. My name is Blaze. My, my name's Robert. <laughs> Chad. I'm Aaron. I guess we're rolling. Uh, it's Anthony here over here. So, hey, hey guys. Um, it's uh, it's another week into whatever we're doing. Uh. <laughs> Last week we we had like really great news week uh, after we recorded, so uh, yeah. let's let's just jump into what we were, what we missed because we record early in the week and what we uh, got wrong, which was all of our speculation of who could be in Mortal Kombat as a DLC character. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Robocop was the last guy I saw. Coming. Yeah. Yeah, I would have never. I mean, I have no idea anything about Mortal Kombat. I didn't expect it, and I still think it's weird because I love the movie, and RoboCop is so the antithesis of a fighting game character that well, it's I like mean, really hard to believe. It's the same thing with like Terminator, because even the only Terminator character that I could picture as a fighting game character, or hilariously enough, like the like the T one thousand, because I mean. Terminator is mostly just, you know, they're, they're robots that just run around using weapons and stuff, whereas the T-1000 is like a yeah, shape-shifting monster. The, they're made well, technically to all kill. the Terminators are like that. It was just Arnold. Yeah. Just, yeah. It was good. They're, like, they made to kill in a very specific Arnold. way. Robocop, like, is goofy. <laughs> yeah. Like, the way yeah, that he moves in the movie and he shoots a gun. Like, well, I, I think. It just is so weird. I think it's definitely like the last game they had. They had um, Predator and Alien, and I feeling they knew in the back of their minds like they had to get the rights to both of those so that way people so could like, do. So you think it's like a you think it's like a death battle situation? Honestly, no. I just want them to like... do all movie characters. Yeah, that's oh, what I was thinking. totally. Like, well, I think there was like there was that a video so game, uh, wasn't there? Um, Predator, no, not Predator, uh, Terminator versus RoboCop, and there was the comic book series by Fr- yeah, Frank is. Miller of all people. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Mm-hmm. The game is not good if I remember correctly. You know, I mean, yeah. I would totally buy a game where it's just a fighting, where the fighter was just like movie people, because like I'd love to play as Pennywise. So yeah, there was this. He did put out the question, if I remember correctly, at Boone, um, asking if the fans would want a horror video game. Honestly, it'd be be really fucking cool because you could have like a treasure trove of like wacky horror characters with like all sorts of weird movesets. There's this one game that Nick and I tried to play that's on Steam. I think it's free, but uh, basically it was like that. It's like Terradrome? But obviously... Terradrome or something? uh, I forget what it was called, but like... I mean, the premise was a bunch of like horror monsters uh, who are like non-copyright but they're totally <laughs> just you know like jason and uh oh i, I yeah. and all that <laughs> i but think I know. also the program like was totally just malware <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> it was straight up malware on the steam store uh like if you downloaded it it wouldn't work and it would just install some <laughs> stuff on your computer i i know that i know there's this game in high school my friend uh would always play like in like the school library with headphones and it was like uh, some fan made game where it was just they did like basically clip art or something i don't know what you'd call it but it was like terror was it mugen was it mugen 
No, no it wasn't Mugen. It was, it was, uh, it just it had like all of the characters, and they just used voice clips from different movies. But it had like Candyman. It had Hellraiser. Uh, Jesus. It had what? What you call it? Um, I know Hellraiser isn't his name. Um, it had it had Freddy Jason. Uh, it had Ash. It had everyone. And I, it's oh, it's man. Pinhead you're thinking of, right? You also note yes. that the uh, the DLC also had two other characters. Yeah, and it's a it's a whole expansion. It's forty dollars, so it's Jesus just expanding. It's a, it has a story yeah. expansion on top of everything else. Yeah, oh so it's on May uh twenty six. You'd get Fujin, Shiva, Robocop, and then three new mm-hmm. character skin packs and a story expansion. For forty dollars, I don't know because the previous expansion was thirty. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess you got six characters. For this, you're getting mm-hmm. three characters and stories. Yeah, and apparently after that, like you still care about the story as much. Well, the rumor <laughs> is that's not even going to be the end of the DLC, from what I've heard. Like apparently there's going to be Probably another, not. yeah, character pack coming down the line. So, no. Honestly, Ash at this point probably will be in the game. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I hope so. He kind of should be. Although, all these characters are kind of reminding me, like, it's reminding me of the days of, like, the PS2 era WWE video games where you could just, like, make anybody, <laughs> and, like, people would have, like, a fucking John Cena fighting Frankenstein or Freddy Krueger or some shit. Or Spider-Man going up against Spider-Man. The... It's reminding oh, me of a Spider-Man in Tony Hawk. Just, yeah, like, you just have these random characters Same, like, in the in a franchise. Hell, I remember making like Hank Hill and uh, and Optimus Prime in WWE SmackDown versus Raw. Was that a video we watched <laughs> where it was like Fred Durst's actual likenesses in a bunch of WWE? Games. Oh, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, Fred yeah, Durst so from funny. Mortal Kombat 11. <laughs> you know what? No one ever seen that. Honestly, if if. <laughs> If they He's did that, club the game. if they did that, <laughs> I would buy Mortal Kombat 11 right now and try and go in the competitive scene, maining Fred Durst. <laughs> Just come out, keep rolling. I, I, bet, they better have Roland playing in the background every time he comes out. Or <laughs> fucking and then the censored version of a uh, break stuff. Yeah, like, I want, no, we need break stuff. We definitely but, need brain Where every other word is censored. But, like, as far as things go with, like, the the third expansion with that and everything, like, the rumor is with Ash, um, they were going to have him. Like, there was a leaked out thing saying, like, they had the property rights listed in one of the trailers by mistakes of uh, Army of Darkness. But mm-hmm. uh, the rumor is they lost it at the last second. And... Oh, that would suck. And if if that's the case, I think like they had a trailer where they had a chainsaw playing at the end of it for the first combat pack. I think maybe you should talk to id Software and get Doom Guy, and do the chainsaw <laughs> through that way, so you still get <laughs> that to be just budget. I mean, people would go nuts if Doom Slayer was in Mortal Kombat, and he fits. Yeah, that would that be would, another perfect fit, honestly. That'd be awesome. Honestly, yeah, I'd love to see that. If we're not gonna get Doom Guy and Smash, please get <laughs> something else. You know, oh, that'd yeah, be great. That be it, it, but it's kind of reminds me of. Uh, I'm sorry. The the I'll I'll just say it. 
Um, it reminds me of uh, Soul Calibur 2, how they almost had a cloud for um, the PlayStation 2 port of it. But really? Instead of, yeah, they had like Heihachi instead. Yeah, that w- they, which I'm like... What year was that? Do you know? Uh, 2000, 2002? I think it was 2000. Maybe. Oh, 2000? Okay. When did, uh, do it for Soul Calibur 2? Does oh, anyone know when, uh, Eheres came out? That's, like, the square fighting game. It had, like, Cloud, Sephiroth. Did it have Tifa? I, I know it had, like, I have a... no idea what you're talking about. Eheres is this, oh, like... Ergies, God yeah, bless there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or however you... Or Ergies uh, or something. However you pronounce it. Soul but, Calibur uh, 2... I'm... It's Soul Calibur oh, 2 it came out in 2002. I was literally playing that game yesterday. I was right. It was 2002. Yeah. Wow. And you have a, a catalog of knowledge, Anthony. I I do. I think that was actually the issue. Like they were like a month away from doing from releasing uh like the game and they just uh lost the deal with Square. I feel like that is almost like i i i just feels impossible that yeah they spend I, all that I know time it couldn't be a month away i'm sorry no but uh, yeah you get it but like yeah. the same with like the now if they had like the legal rights they already signed the papers to to produce the character that those things like if they put legalese in like a trailer like a cut trailer and that was the leak like there's no way that it would just backfire and there wasn't already development around the way i i just it seems a little far-fetched, so yeah, I'm skeptical. Yeah, but hey, I, you know, you know, I didn't mean to make this uh, segue, but legally, is it's the perfect way to talk about that Mario port we talked about uh, last speaking week. Speaking of, yeah, I'm trying to use other transition words. Uh, speaking of is your catchphrase. No, I refuse. Um, <laughs> Mario sixty like drinking game with that. Oh Here no! Take one right now. Drinking Gatorade, right, guys? Anyway, uh, Mario sixty four uh, port, like the PC native port, was almost immediately uh, ceased and desisted by Nintendo, which surprise <laughs> to no one's surprise. And uh, no, <laughs> you know uh, it's it's uh, you didn't hear it from he- us, but uh, it's you can still find it on the internet. Anyway, uh, that's about it. All I want to talk about that Nintendo is an amazing Doing company we <laughs> wish think we're still getting the mario anniversary stuff it might be delayed and that is actually uh, uh later in the show i want to talk about more mystery things that nintendo hasn't revealed Ooh. especially in their um investor briefing that we'll discuss but um but yeah no they they definitely have more cards that they're hiding but we'll get into it uh i do however want to go in deep to have that X, uh, xbox gameplay showcase they had last thursday uh gameplay in a million quotes yeah. <laughs> anyone have any thoughts about those games that are totally xbox exclusives haha um, all i can say is gameplay. that i'm glad my time wasn't wasted and i'm looking forward to playing all of my video games exclusively on microsoft's console I'm I'm glad I'm a Sony guy. Why? All I all I gotta ask is is why Sony? What has Sony shown you? A controller? A logo? Like? Yeah. What? what what's the console look show. like? Like we don't even know the the real specs. We saw uh 
his name is Mark Cerny. Uh, last week I kept saying Mike Cerny, but his name is Mark <laughs> did, Cerny. Did Mark, Mark Cerny's... reach out and no, correct you? <laughs> but uh, I I corrected myself here right now. Good. But uh, Mark Cerny's showcase is GDC talk that was not at GDC. Um, you know, Sony went through this relatively recently with the whole like we called it a huge reveal of the PlayStation Five. They made it sound like it was for the general public, and it was for, like, gameplay. It was the console reveal, the whole nine. It wasn't. It was Mark Cerny talking about the the engineering that went into making this new console. We still don't know what it looks like. <laughs> Didn't even talk about the dual sense of that com- uh, conversation either. But Xbox, Microsoft went through this thing where, like, we're going to have a huge third-party gameplay reveal. We're going to finally show off what next gen looks like and they had over a half hour maybe it was like 45 minutes uh to an hour including like the interviews we saw maybe two minutes of gameplay quote-unquote gameplay and that was from <laughs> like a one-man indie dev uh i from don't China, yeah. yeah and it it was like um that was like interesting but then additionally it was dirt five and yeah that was like most of the presentation was dirt five and maybe some in-engine footage from assassin's creed valhalla which was supposed to be like the big showcase was assassin's creed valhalla with with their yeah, revolutionary gameplay which Stay all tuned. all we saw was like the same trailer cut a little differently from when they world uh premiered it yeah well we saw some environments that were rendered in real time quote unquote according to the text on the screen Oh, well, you know, I have to say, on behalf of everybody in the Echo Screen podcast, I'd like to formally apologize to Mark Cerny for getting his name wrong, and possibly <laughs> Mike Cerny for maybe having people ask him questions about PlayStation and Sony shit and saying, like, <laughs> oh, I had nothing to do with it. You're thinking of Mark Cerny. So, we're My sorry, folks. I think presentation-wise... They like if we're going if we're going if we're ranking them we we'd have Nintendo at the top their directs are like on point. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because the there's more presentation. And Microsoft just uh, there's something they're not getting like service wise like the serv- <laughs> like everything they offer through Xbox Live and all that I actually like more or I used yeah, to like more 100%. than what Sony did. Mm-hmm. It's just video game wise they're like. They're still not nailing it. And they bought out all those companies from uh, that presentation they announced uh, last year. And Mm -hmm. I guess we still have yet to see what those companies have shown, but they should have not done what they did. I'll say this much, though. Like, Nintendo definitely wins in terms of the whole package, mostly because a lot of their presentations just have more of a flair. You know, they're more theatrical. And they show games, like they show gameplay stuff. But it's like no, I mean, but like in terms of like the actual showing, it wasn't bad. It's just that they don't, they didn't have anything to show. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't Microsoft. And like it was all third yeah. party. Yeah. Oh. All things we could play on PC, which admittedly was made by Microsoft. That's the operating system that's predominant in the system. And mm-hmm. then additionally, uh, but it's. It's, it almost makes like X, the Xbox is kind of pointless if you have a like a gaming PC though. If you have a gaming PC, which most people don't, yeah, and most people, people are don't. casuals, the the thing with 
the Xbox One's messaging, which was like a turnoff to most people, was it was it was an all-in-one media box basically, yeah. and people were like, "I don't need that. I have like seven other things that do that. Why would yeah. I need a media box?" And then, and like it had an always-on connect. It was a hundred dollars more than the other thing. It had all this like, all the like the messaging that they had. It was like they were in a talk with Sony. They were like, yeah, what are you going to do, guys? Oh, we're going to do that, too. And then Microsoft presented their thing at E3, like the Xbox One. It's like always on internet. It's going to have DRM, like for the disc and all that stuff. And then like Sony comes in a day later and undercuts everything. $100 cheaper, doesn't need to be connected to the internet. Uh, You can just hand uh, your friend the game and it's, it's that. They directly were like, remember the PS3 and the Xbox 360? Never again. We're not gonna <laughs> let that happen. And then, yeah. then the PS3, uh, then the PS4 sold really well, and the Xbox One sold okay. It's done better as the lifetime of the cycle like, of the like the game cycle has gone on. It's it's done way better for itself, but mostly just in America because it's always Xbox as a brand has always predominantly been American. It's really had a, a hard time gaining traction um elsewhere um they are by purchasing all these all these um like studios in the previous generation or like the current generation right now it's like it's xbox one ps4 switch generation i guess um by purchasing all those things and positioning themselves they have done amazingly with messaging backwards compatibility making a community games pass is uh, yeah. beyond con- consumer friendly um, they've done a, like an amazing thing to put pressure on um, on Sony who has not done very much with PlayStation they've just kind of taken their pedestal back when on the PS2 era and they're just like look at us we're the best uh, Microsoft can eat it and <laughs> Microsoft took that to heart and they were like we're going to make the most ambitious system and we're gonna show the heck out of it. They've they've already started production. I think I, it's just like feeling and what I've heard. But I think Sony's kind of like we don't know how to get the price down. Our console's not as powerful, and um, and we we don't know if we can produce nearly enough to launch competitively at like a profit or like like t- breaking even when when xbox uh series x launches but one one misstep that they had was i would argue that calling it the series x is a big misstep i don't (laughs) i don't really it does not feel like a sequel to me it feels like why would i I, the old iphone software works like it almost feels like a greatest hits album name yeah It's like, I already have the old iPhone. I don't need the new iPhone. The same stuff will run on it, which is literally what they what they showed at this showcase of other games, which it's like, it'll all launch on Xbox One and Xbox Series X. And it's like, the definitive version is on Series X, but you're not telling, you You literally showed me nothing yeah. to, to, to know why I need that console day one. Mm-hmm. And it was all stuff that was going other places. I could have it on my old console. I could have it on my new console. I have it on my PS4, PS5, the PC, like maybe even the Switch for some of those games. I don't know, but it what it was a big 
miscalculation, miscommunication. It was like they I don't know why they they yeah, there's no reason they had to do this now yeah, yeah. they all, all had all this momentum they could have just like let those games or those those companies studios present them themselves and microsoft's always been like what do we do with third party like they we all know they have third party support and in the 360 era we were all about i'm gonna buy the xbox version of that but we've moved mm-hmm. we've moved past that because if I'm gonna if I'm gonna play a multiplayer game, which I'm most likely I'm not, but if uh, regular Joe is gonna play a multiplayer game and you wanna you wanna play with your friends, majority you're gonna play PC or you're gonna play on uh, PS4 because that's where the biggest community is. Okay. If I want to play my older games that I have on disc, I mean I would really like to have my legacy of games all in one place on the Xbox One. Um, or the Xbox Series X. That sounds great, but I haven't. I didn't do that over this past generation because I I moved over to the PS4, and that's that's kind of where where I went with it. Um, there is value. Yeah, it's really just coming down to just exclusives. Yeah, yeah. And they. What's well, always I play was on your for thing me that though. I can't play anywhere else. Where's yeah. uh, but they don't have that. You can. You mm-hmm. have a gaming PC. You can play it on your PC. There's no reason. To, yeah, to... That, like when they announced that, I felt as a company, it's like, like if I were them, I don't know how to feel about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, that I, is the sole reason why I would have an Xbox One if there were games. Like if I could not play Halo Infinite on my PC, I'm getting. Mm-hmm. The I mean, X. it's funny that you know because we we talked about it like like this game in particular uh, last episode, but. I mean, it reminds me of, like, 2006 when Gears of War came out, and I bought Gears of War in the Xbox 360 because it's like, I already knew that I wasn't going to play Gears of War anywhere else. I had to to play an Xbox. I had to play it on Xbox. That was the... That's what I had to do. And so, you know, I fucking got it, but now um, you can play all the Halo games and um, and Gears, even, Mm, on on PC. PC, so it's it's almost like making you go, well, why bother? And it's funny because, like, this new uh, backwards compatibility thing that they're introducing for the Series X and Xbox One seems to invalidate buying an Xbox uh, Series yeah. X, like, uh, at launch even more if all the games that are going to be coming to it can work on your Xbox One, which yeah. is, like, awesome True, I didn't and think a about great that. consumer-friendly thing. But then also mm-hmm. it's, like... Well then, why do I need an Xbox One if I don't need an Xbox See, One? It's it's at launch. Kind of a problem. It's launch. Like the problem is launch. Yeah. It's the cross gen. Exactly. Unless like, I don't think you can like it's, do that. It's more of a big launch like that. Unless it, you. Uh, it's gonna be Halo exclusive. Infinite. It's gonna be yeah. straight up. If Halo Infinite does not work on Xbox One, which mm-hmm. I believe it does not work on Xbox One, but if it's day and date. Uh, launches on Xbox Series X uh, the day it comes out and then also launches on PC like oh I pre-ordered the Xbox uh, Series X couldn't get it and I just bought uh, Halo or I got have Halo with my games pass on oh, PC Halo Infinite will be on Xbox One mm-hmm. it, will? it will yeah Dang. yeah it's one of, it's one of the I figured that that, that was like their keystone like that was what was going to be yeah 
that's driving force to buying xbox series x what that's the breath of the wild like yeah they don't they can't stand the same way that nintendo stands when they release breath of the wild the same day on their old console that's majorly like um like on um life support which is the wii u (laughs) and then try and like and then they're like you can take this game wherever you want yeah that like that is why breath breath of the wild one it just was amazing like it looked amazing people Mm -hmm. were chomping at the bit to play it and then like hey we know that the console that we're about to release is super limited it's uh, pretty affordable here's the the killer app for it day day one can't buy buy the switch it's on the old console you already have some of you already have well there you go and like the incentive to buying a switch itself was because it was a switch you could take it anywhere completely like going from it's like ps4 you know, and ps5 to xbox one and xbox series x is like it's just gonna be a box in your living room yeah i mean a fridge in your living room i yep. mean now yeah. people yeah, can actually play noticeable like a next gen console now until two years I mean, from now i mean now it's like people can play uh a, a next gen well next gen pokemon game but this time you don't have to, you know, buy a new handheld because now the game you play in your house yeah. is simultaneously a handheld. Yep. I mean, it's it's a good move. It's a def. It's a genius, you know, idea. Um, and I almost kind of wish, you know, the Vita took off a little better. Like it had games with that kind of staying power that the Switch does. Mm-hmm. But you know, unfortunately, like the Vita didn't have that many standouts. Yeah, it came out at a weird time where um, it was hard to develop. I guess it would probably survive or fare better in a system in a, in a, a, a switch post switch or switch uh, era system where those games that are, can can work on the switch will also work on the Vita, and it's like a horizontal screen with a touch screen, like, yep. and the switch is already just like a horizontal screen with a touch screen, like that. It makes sense. I think it would work pretty well if if the, but the, it was like too early, and the third parties weren't there. Now everyone and their brothers on like indie and the indie store is like, um, it's like it's like huge on the eShop. So that and I can't mm-hmm. think of like that many like big releases that came out for the Vita. Like I know yeah. there's like some God of War. <laughs> like it was like a God of War There's Uncharted Gravity game. Rush? There was like Uncharted. Gra- Gravity Rush, yeah, which eventually came to the PS4. There was um, Sly. There was Sly Cooper, but you know, Thieves in Time was not the best in that series. Yeah. And then I think Cyber Sleuth came out, but f- fucking nobody played Cyber Sleuth but me. Was Peace Walker on the Vita or is that PSP? PSP. I think it's PSP. Yeah. 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 Well, um, Nintendo still has a, 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 you know, a dog in the race, but, um, it's a pretty fucking big dog. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they kind of, uh, see what everyone's doing and they just roll their own way. And, uh, sometimes. it's so hard to beat that because. It really is they're so dedicated in what they do and the fans are so dedicated in what they make that like you can't that, strip that from them and it's not even that, that that and like the the stuff that they have has so much staying power and yeah the, mario and zelda 
Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, not even that. They also have Pokemon, too. Pokemon's like... I'm pretty sure it's like the biggest money-making franchise on the, the planet. Yeah. It is, yep. So why can't we get better games? Come on. Um, anyway. Yeah, I want Pokemon Coliseum 3, please. Thank oh, you very much. Okay. Oh. This is a debate for another day because yeah. it could last an hour and a half itself. For real. It could. It could. Um, it's Mystery at, Dungeon, by the way. We're, we're at, they still make those. Yeah, they make those all the time. <laughs> you just made one like a year ago. Whatever. They they actually uh, remade that, and you know that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Thank you. The remake we're about to talk about is not Pokemon. It's no. but it's a uh, it's a beloved franchise that was gone for a while. Uh, coming to a uh, a console near you in September, right down the half pipe. Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two. All right, Man, so, so you know, I, I, uh, I, I, everyone was talking about Skate Four, and they were talking about like the Skate Three mobile port and all this stuff. And then, I, I came in like a minute late to uh, the the what is it Summer Games Fest? Jeff uh, Keeley, his like <laughs> his this is like his first um, like his big reveal. Like this is the first kickoff of Summer Games Fest to me. Mm-hmm. This feels like. The exclusive, no one expected, everyone loves. Like, this was huge. And it you even, Aaron, you were talking about, like, they weren't pulling any punches uh, when you, like, waited in the queue for the video to go live. Oh, yeah. Like, Jeff Kelly was tweeting out, like, what's your favorite, what was your favorite PS1 game ever? Uh, And then when he started the stream, he was playing, like, all the songs from the soundtrack of uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. that's what got me. (laughs) That's like... When I looked at the trailer and they noted the soundtrack, I was like, okay, you know, mm-hmm. th- I have some hope for this remake now. <laughs> but it's funny because I was sitting there listening to it, like waiting for his stream to start. I was like, these are all the songs from uh, Tony Hawk. I don't think they're going to show that, though. There's no way that could possibly happen. <laughs> get fucked. They do. Yeah. That was awesome. Are we I all can... forgetting Tony Hawk's Pro Skater HD? <laughs> Tony Hawk's Pro uh, Skater 5. One of the best games in the franchise, yeah. Are we forgetting about Tony Hawk's Project? We already Hawk's recreated Project. the first game in 2012. It's like Tony mm. Hawk's Pro... pro like but it looks like Project 8? Are we forgetting yeah, about game was 3? Actually garbage. <laughs> Honestly, I miss Tony Hawk's Underground. That was pretty fucking I mean, awesome. The, Jeff Gilley had an interview with Tony Hawk and um, the producer yeah. at uh, Vicarious Visions who are doing the remake. Uh, and he was saying that Tony Hawk was saying that uh, this is kind of like a jumping off point for what he hopes might be remakes of further to games actually or come back. creating more games, yeah. I mean, to be fair to the Pro Skater HD, it wasn't that bad. Mm. But it's not what we saw. There definitely was yeah. at a point, there was like um, an oversaturation with the brand and it was not of, <laughs> of the quality it needed to be to support its like fan base. It, it was like it, a new game every six months. Yeah, yeah. It, it felt shoddy. It felt like a cash grab. It does. It wasn't. Like it was half baked. It's almost like the Madden games now. At, at the time. Now. Oh How no! About it's Madden. Always? It was yearly releases. You had so many spinoffs of this Tony Hawk franchise. Mm-hmm. Jeez. The different peripherals. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's just I'm. I'm mostly comparing them to like like those like those rushed games to the Madden games of now, where the Madden games of now are just so 
unpolished and rushed where I'm just like this this sucks it's really interesting um just to go off on that tangent that their their build is like games as a service and they want you to spend so much on their currency and stuff but they also mm. expect you to buy the next game and it's yeah and it's not roster. even that far from the original like release date of the last one yeah it's and it's all full price 60 bucks and then plus more with possible like dlc stuff um you know Sixty dollars and all that like extra DLC and the games as a service, buying the currency, none of that, from what I understand, is in uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two. It's thirty bucks base price. Comes out mm-hmm. September fourth. Oh, really thirty dollars. There's a forty dollar mm-hmm. deluxe edition which comes with like extra stuff. Yeah, I get that. And it's like yeah, it's a, there's a no brainer and on top of that, I think there's a um, a Hawkman. A skateboard deck bundle that you can buy as a pre-order mm, i get that <laughs> yeah no i i was looking at that i don't even skate um but i was like i could learn haha um and i think those i wouldn't want to learn on one of those I'd no no it. of course not no yeah i would keep it and get some like uh garbage board from amazon um but you know like it i think it's the re- it's like a resurgence like we're gonna make this uh we're gonna we're gonna make this the best that we can we're gonna get those uh people nostalgic to it back like back on board we're gonna get the the young people we're gonna get them as like in the collective conscious that is like gaming people know about the tony hop franchise they just it just is out there and this is a good entryway it's not too expensive and um getting people interested in like skating again i think would be really cool to see and you'd have that like kind of like when i guess when we grew up we had that kind of like niche and that whole like like rocket power every all those like shows that were kind of like brink from that like disney X channel games. Movie. yeah like X games, God, extremely goofy movie yeah, yeah. we had that we, we might get that like with that rise again of like all those um the sports actually I, i've been watching a lot of uh like youtube videos about skaters and skating and it's been really fulfilling because i mean what else am i going to do with my time but um (laughs) this was just icing on the cake and i uh one of my favorite games from this generation this past like the current generation of games i guess is uh ollie ollie 2 and i just like it totally it's like 2d but it like made me remember tony hawk from like as a kid on the playstation and then now it's coming back you know I, mm-hmm. I might go all in it's, it's not hard 40 bucks i can i can like that's honestly way easier even though it's only 20 bucks it's, like that 20 bucks that i'm saving it's just like it feels huge now i can go do something else but you know I'm, I'm, it's like i'm thinking right now it's just so funny how much ea has dropped the ball on the skate franchise because like when i played skate originally with those controls i was like there's never you can't go back to like doing an arcade like skate game like this is like how a skate game will play on a controller or skateboarding game will play on a controller and then they just stopped and like i mean yeah. like it's good for the new tony hawk game because like you can go back to that like just pressing the button combos but like yeah well do you think it's gonna I've seen be a lot of people disgruntled that it's not coming to uh the switch it might. Not that I expected it to. Yeah. It, it it really might. Like the graphics yeah. did not look. They said they kept saying hyper realistic, but it 
it looks good. Not gonna, I'm not gonna fault them on that. It looks, oh, yeah, good. It looks good, but I, I don't think that's not like they can toggle that down to work on, uh, on the Switch. I don't think it. I really don't think mm-hmm. that, um, like they get The Witcher Three to work on the Switch. They can make <laughs> that game lo- work on the Switch. It, that's that's easy. And I mean, Vicarious Vision and Activision, they, they like, they do ports. Like that's kind of yeah. their thing now. And Activision wants to make the most money out of all their stuff. They will, if it will make them a, a butt ton of money, they will make a Switch port, no question. Rob, what yeah, were you gonna say? I'm sure. I was just gonna ask. Do you think that they're going to uh, kind of have the, I don't know, um, uh, lack of ego? I guess is the right word. Um, I'm trying to find a good word for it. To, Which company? Uh, well, uh, who's doing? It's Vicarious Visions behind. Uh, yeah, it's out? Vicarious Visions, which uh, they're an Activision company. Yep. Do you think that they're <laughs> going to be able to like kind of just take the good elements from what the Skate series did and like all the achievements forward, or do you think they're going to like try to emulate as much as possible the original Tony? St- uh, I was gonna say Tony, Tony Scott. Tony uh, <laughs> uh, I, I think it's uh, I think it's one to one. If I'm not yeah, mistaken, it's like basically one to one. Really, yeah. a lot of the people who worked on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two also work right now at Vicarious Visions, and uh, these are the people that did the Crash Bandicoot remake, which was like basically one to one with upgraded graphics and like more uh, tight controls. Um, mm-hmm. So they're trying the best they can to basically stick to the original vision. Of yeah. those two games and that's what they said in the interview um they added like some small stuff like uh that you might expect from newer tony hawks pro skater games but like by and large it's pretty much the same game with better graphics and like multiplayer and uh create a skate park and like all that stuff which is awesome that's awesome yeah, which is awesome too bad we won't get spider-man as a as a skater you never know you never know <laughs> sony might come in hard on their uh, on their press conference and be like hey on to- on tony hawk uh one two pro skater you can have spider-man in here <laughs> and you know what we're gonna announce spider-man 2 oh! no yeah maybe maybe yeah, you but, know what they uh, can uh, create a skater so at the very yeah, least discount spider-man at the very least budget Spider-Man. you know who they can <laughs> do without talking to uh marvel venom oh <laughs> man <laughs> Oh, was he not in one game? I think he was. Was he? Oh, look, look, guys. If you want me to buy this game day one, and I already was, but <laughs> putting Venom in there was already gonna make me like go in there midnight to buy it. <laughs> well, uh, you won't need to uh, stay up at midnight when uh, the game comes to PC, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. But That's true. Um, we did talk a little bit about Sony and what. Um, they own, and they own, uh, they own Sucker Punch, if I'm not mistaken. But speaking of, we're we're about to of. go into uh, the past, or is it the future? I don't really know. We're not Damn, too sure about uh, Ghosts of Tsushima, but we're about to find out some more information on Thursday. Um, what's what week is it? That's May. Uh, today's May twelfth, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So on on May fourteenth, twenty twenty, on Thursday at four p.m., 
Sony or PlayStation, I guess, uh, is is about to have a showcase for Ghost of Tsushima. They're about to reveal more information about it. Which that game is slated to come out mid uh, mid July, and so 4 p.m. Eastern time, and they're having an 18 minute uh, showcase of the game. I believe it's gameplay. Uh, we may I'm find out more information yeah it, it's so close we we should be seeing gameplay for this yeah mm-hmm. um and i honestly i'm i was super intrigued by the the december i think it was the video game awards they showed a trailer for it mm-hmm. um i was intrigued more so when they first showed it back whenever that was um i i definitely think that it has something going for it and sucker punch I was never a Sly Cooper guy, but I was definitely an infamous guy. See, I was both. I was definitely both. I, I, I really, I really, uh, I'm trying to think of a good way of saying this. Blue chunks. Whenever I, uh, I tried <laughs> oh, to play, um, that's not even the right word. I'm just saying that I really st- stunk at a uh, Sly Cooper. So. Which one? The first one? Everyone. I'll give you every single one? You played them all? I I tried to play one and two. So, um, uh, I had like a demo of one. I stunk at it. I figured, oh, two, maybe they, maybe it was the game. No, it wasn't. It's just me. I'm bad at the stealth (laughs) mechanics. So, um, see, it's amazing because I don't normally play a lot of games with a lot of stealth, but amazingly, I loved pretty much all the Sly Cooper games, especially two. Yeah. Um, I want I want someone to explain to me why the stealth sections in Infamous, all the Infamous games, were so bad. Then, if they <laughs> if they made a franchise about stealth gameplay, why was it so bad? I don't remember the stealth, stealth sections. I don't even remember. Exactly, and they were like optional missions. Yeah, it wasn't anything like in the mission. in the story, but it was like so bad. I think mainly uh, because it was an open world game yeah, and like yes. designing the AI around. Well, here's the thing though: Sly Two was open world though too. Like there were was missions. it like a gigantic city map, <laughs> like infamous? Um, sometimes. Yeah, was it really open world? Open world, or was it like? And it was fairly open world, cause like you. I, mean, I don't know. I don't in know, a I lot of think. the big story arcs, <laughs> like if, cause like, the thing about the Sly Cooper games is that every single level is its own world, and it's all themed around the bad guy you're going up against. So, like in Sly Two, for example. You're just all going all around Paris, just sabotaging this dude's plans, and you might be tailing this person or pickpocketing that guy or sneaking into here or sneaking into there, and the stealth works fine. Anthony, like, um, so what so. you're saying is Sly Cooper is the original Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Um, I will say Sly Cooper is better than Assassin's Creed. All right, here, here, here first, uh, folks. Sly Cooper better than Assassin's Creed. Ezio will be at your door shortly, Anthony. That's <laughs> fine. He can kill me, and you know what? I'll be like, thanks, bro. I wow. want to know like how this game even plays. Sly Cooper. Yeah. Like, as much as we've seen of yeah. it, no Ghost of Tsushima. Okay. I mean, we don't know anything. We've seen well, him killing some guys, hiding, I mean, it, but like, what it is looks it? beautiful. Open world, linear. Yeah. Yeah, it looks good, but what? But will it is play it? good? Yeah. But then again, like, is Sucker Punch? I have 
a good amount of faith in because I've liked pretty much every game they've made as far that I've played anyway. Because I like all the Sly Coopers, and I like all the Infamous games. So, especially um, the first one. And Second Son's gameplay is really great. Yeah, I really love so. Second Son. I thought it was... Uh, it made the... The pre, like the first one I didn't actually play very much of two but it made the first game kind of look like a template proof of concept for what they did with second son I, um, I, I will say like going from infamous one to even two because infamous one like it, and I'm speaking from like a visual perspective it's very rough mm-hmm. in a good way but it's still like y- you mean it's it, like it, it, it's, it's a big uh uh, what's a good word for this? It's a case for a the Call up. of Duty syndrome, where it, it's well, all grays I, it, and uh, sepia tone. It definitely suffers from that late two thousands era of games where we we were we had that like angsty period of video games <laughs> where we had to have like every single game that wasn't like a legacy game like Mario or Sonic, where it's just like brown death and destruction everywhere we gotta have yeah, looked really yeah, muddy and gray. yeah muddy <laughs> it just everything's like dilapidate dilapidated and fucking dead every main character had to speak like alex mercer from uh every prototype was alex mercer but without superpowers yeah. and uh, then fucking it was a limitation of the con the of the of the uh, technology and i believe it was games entering their teenage years they the developers i think it's more that second one than that first one because heavenly sword came out um like at launch and looked about as good as some games that came out later on in the in that generation and it had a lot of color yeah that time period of the grays and the browns I think it was just more of like a we want (laughs) games to be taken seriously kind of thing. Like, I think what it was, and this is just me like spitballing a theory, but I think it's like a way to get the approval of like the Roger Ebert kind of people where they're like, (laughs) games will never be art. And they're like, oh yeah, I'll show you. I'm going to make the most fucking serious game of all time. I completely and utterly disagree with the the concept of what you're saying. Not like Maybe it's not the concept of. I think that it's the opposite. Games, you think so? games that are muddy and gray are not are not going to be expressed as art. All the Call of Duty games are not art, in my opinion. Not all mm-hmm. games are art, but you can't. But you can't argue uh, that some games. I wouldn't are say art. that they're they're high art. But for sure. I would say that games that are super colorful. Let's say Flower, if you're familiar with that game, or Okami. Yeah, those yeah. games, those games are art. Those games have share mm-hmm. not, no DNA other than that you can play them with a game mm-hmm. like Call of Duty or Gears of War. They're super colorful. They're conceptual. They're more about um, an experience instead of like uh, like a feedback loop, like a gameplay feedback like, loop. Yeah. Um, and even then, I would argue that Call of Duty, to an extent, is art. I just wouldn't call it high art or anything well, like challenging. But I think if you were to put a, put together a case for your argument, like to the Roger Ebert types, you wouldn't yeah. use Call of oh, Duty. Oh no, yeah. I would <laughs> totally not. I, I literally wrote a, th- a thesis paper um, in college about the whole this whole concept, and I really? used like I used 
Call of Duty and um, I don't think I use Gears of War, but I definitely use Call of Duty and like Battlefield and that kind of thing. Yeah. To to as I think it was Gears actually that caused all of this. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. I remember Gears 2, everyone loved it. I think it's probably Gears instead of just we want to be... I think it might have be like some aspect of we want to be taken seriously as well, but I do think the Gears is like the of Gears big... as a whole with that third person cover shooting. It mm-hmm. like yeah, Dark yeah. Coming out. Well, Unreal I, I Engine Three, Unreal Engine took over Gears the media. Definitely had a, a leg or a role to play in the in in what influenced games creatively. In the gray, as far as like grayification of whole, games, yeah, that, the grayification that and the roughification of games. You got yeah. you got to do a lot with debris when you didn't really have to care about <laughs> like all of that like extra stuff. Which yeah. I w- would say they learned that lesson in three and in Judgment. They had a lot more diversity with like the environments that they presented you. Uh, um, and then four, which I didn't play, I believe, also had some more. Uh, more variety as well we're kind of in the weeds here though uh anyone have any uh, last thoughts before we move on well i was just gonna ask um what year did uh spec ops the line come out because i i remember like i remember that being like something where they took like the reason why it, i'm not sure it if it sold well i remember i remember hearing it like kind of flew under the radar initially because it was like sold as a Call of Duty game when it's more like mm-hmm. Heart of Darkness or Apocalypse Now in the modern era. And then there's that part in the yeah. game where you uh, white phosphorus an entire yeah. town of innocent villagers. Jesus. Yeah, it's a, it's <laughs> literally murder a couple hundred thousand people. It's a truly dark game. And hey, we don't we don't think about that. We only think about uh, no Russian. Thank well, you. Well, no, that's like <laughs> I. It was a huge. I think it was no Russian before no Russian. It was made to be like, yeah, no, no people. No, Call of Duty came out before that. It did. Yeah, Wait a minute. W two was oh nine. Are you yeah. sure? Yeah. It was definitely. Yeah, I know that by heart. To uh, <laughs> be like that, but also because it wasn't a Call of Duty, definitely didn't get noticed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was. Then. I don't like even playing Spec Ops the Line too. It was like. Oh, I see what they're doing narratively, but the actual gameplay was kind of just like cover shooter. Yeah. Shoot a bunch of guys. It was one of those ones where the story was a lot better than the uh, actual game. Like the actual game wasn't bad, but like there was no real reason to play it. Yeah, there wasn't a new (laughs) dynamic gameplay. It seemed like there was no real reason to keep playing it when you were done with the initial campaign. That's for sure. It's only and it was only like six hours. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, um, there's this whole, uh, there's a lot of media that has come and gone and will be produced in the future that we think that we want something more after it ends. Uh, I have never watched Westworld, but I know that people were disappointed with the way that season three ended without any spoilers. But um, People were also disappointed when they found out a different show wasn't getting removed, uh, renewed for a second season. And this week, we just got news that Swamp Thing, a DC um, universe, whatever they, yep. their, uh, their app is called, exclusive, is coming to the CW. Yeah. Um, Rob, you want to talk a little bit about that? Um, well, yeah. I mean, uh, the show was initially canceled because uh, no they... Yeah, no idea. 
What was that? I had no idea about this. Go on. Wait, yeah, you, you had no idea different. about the show or the renewal? Both. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you have the floor now. Oh, well, first off, like, it, it's a great show. It unfortunately was released on a platform no one has except for me and, like, three other guys. Um, <laughs> but it's, uh, it was, it was a really good show. Um, the thing that happened with it was, um, it was supposed to all film on location in Louisiana and it was really expensive to film there, but I think they were going to get a tax write off for filming there, but, um, they didn't file things right in the right way. So they like r- ran out of money quick. So they changed it from a, uh, 13 episode season to a 10 episode season. And when you watch the finale do it, it's a really rushed ending. Um, and, uh, it's just, it's really good to see it because there's actually a lot of, um, good homaging of like kind of the best parts of Swamp Thing. There's a little bit of, uh, the more current Scott Snyder run that happened, uh, at the beginning of the new 52. I'm sorry if I'm going into really nerdy stuff there. Um, no, I love all of Scott Snyder's, uh. Stuff. Oh, have you read the Swamp Thing run? I have. I didn't even know he did. Swamp oh, it's really good, man. I think you'd really love it. It's like Dead Space meets uh, Swamp Thing, except Maybe not in I'd space. Like too, say his I... name though, and I'm interested. I mean, I my if you're if it's like Dead Space, because I like Dead Space. Oh, yeah, it's really good. You, the only thing you need to know going into it is it happens in a time period where the guy who uh, Alan, uh, why am I forgetting his name? Alec Holland, uh, who is Swamp Thing, isn't Swamp Thing at the beginning of that run. Mm. And it's all about him turning back into Swamp Thing by the end of it and accepting his destiny, basically. Mm. But anyway, um, I'm really excited about this. I hope the CW gives it a good budget. I hope it's not noticeably uh, poorly budgeted. Uh, but then again, the original show ha- like had a sneaky cheapness to it. Um, where like all I can the say main... is, oh no, go ahead, keep going. Oh, nothing. I was, I was just gonna say the main character is actually like his the girlfriend of Swamp Thing, Abigail Arcane, uh-huh. which is an interesting character in herself. But like, you can tell they were like, okay, that's gonna be the better character we focus on to save <laughs> money. Fair that's enough. I know they have Star Girl. Is that is that airing or is that? Wait, that was initially going to be on the DC first, and then they. What's Star that? Girl, the DC character. Yeah, I know they're making a yeah. show around her. Yeah. Yeah, the trailers up was I did see the trailer. I believe it should be out, and they were going to put it first on the app, then on CW like the following day. Like yeah. it was going to come out weekly, but like premieres first on the app, then it comes out the next day on on tv on cw and it just brings me to like a bigger thing like the dc app was kind of just this like uh, testing of the waters Mm -hmm. and the hbo max um among other tv channels that warner brothers has they're just they're gonna eat up all the content all of Mm -hmm. it's gonna go to hbo max otherwise and the dc universe app will phase out which is kind of a bummer because they do provide comic services yeah i would keep it just for the comics 
they have to or, reduce the price or make it more worthwhile yeah. or make it so that your HBO Max account has those things. Because right now, it's not worth it. I'm but, not going to go watch Batman v Superman. I don't care enough. No. They don't I, even and, have and, that on there. See, there you oh go. Oh my god, they, I can't even watch the have... Snyder Cut. Come on, guys. <laughs> Premiering first on uh, on, on uh, HBO, Max. HBO Max. That was my uh, favorite April Fools thing this year. That's uh, that's so tough. But it was um but no, as as far as things go with the comics on the app and everything, like until recently, they've only they were giving out comic book runs like they'd give you nine out of 12 comics for like a trade so like you'd still be forced to have to go wow. buy the lot see and that's the problem and I, I, i'm paying 9.99 for marvel unlimited that's strictly a comic book based service yeah. and it's to me it's worth it because i have so much mm-hmm. to read from and then mm-hmm. the dc universe side of comics is just so like half-assed yeah such an after all i gotta say is at least last time i checked i don't know how it is now but when i checked months i just hope swamp thing gets a better treatment than batwoman on the cw i i think that show's getting better as it goes on i think i think it i know that but it's they ordered like a limited series and then they expanded it to a full season so i think i think with the increased budget or attention it will they want it to be uh, a pillar the way that arrow was they wanted to replace that slot so we'll w- see how it works i will you say know? i think i have found more enjoyment in the first season of uh batwoman than i have in years with arrow so damn like i think if if that if you want a review from me that would be the review for me for that all right then i'll take your word for it <laughs> you know um I'm saying you know. I'm replacing uh, speaking you of know? Like, you know. See, every time and, uh, you make a transition, I want Aaron to take a take a little sip. Okay. You know, well, can you... I've noticed something uh, <laughs> during this whole podcast is that Anthony also has a catchphrase that he seems to be saying a lot. What um, is it? Care to share with, uh, with the... It's all I have to say is... All oh, I nice. have to say is, Aaron, <laughs> okay. he should take a drink! Okay, we're, we're you already... You should be uh, very hyper-aware of the things that you say repeatedly because I'm analyzing all of it. <laughs> Quit analyzing. We're out, in the weeds. we're out in the weeds here. All right, refocus um, us. But uh, we're almost to the end of our show, and we haven't even covered half of what we wanted to talk. And I thought I didn't think we had enough to talk about, but... You just keep going. You get five of us together, I... The rendering times so i can't we're, we're reaching <laughs> an hour um let's do the quick hits nintendo revealed that certain games uh were not were not gonna they they were still developing but that the pandemic might cause them to uh to be delayed they're talking about breath of the wild 2 talking about metroid prime uh mm. 4 something else i don't even remember but they were telling this to their investors on their uh, on their common thing. They also mentioned that the Switch is only halfway through its life cycle. Uh, additionally, earlier this year, there were reports that there would be no new model of the Switch this year. So currently, we have the the OG model. Now we have the new improved battery life with with when you buy it, um, and then they have the Switch Lite model, and uh, it has that new color that just came out around when Animal Crossing came out, uh, the pink one. Oh, but yeah. um, 
Now, uh, there's been rumors about the Switch Pro. Apparently, it's not coming this year. Apparently, Nintendo doesn't have a presentation for E3 or when E3 would have been. Uh, they're not part of Summer Games Fest either. We'll see if they... Oh, they, they I didn't know that. They were yeah. not on that on that lineup, um, that big lineup that they released. I guess uh, yeah, if they're going to release so anything, it's going to be in like a director. Yeah. yeah, which that's fine. I mean, Jeff yeah. Keighley, I assume, will just do what he did for the xbox showcase without a without a problem because uh he wasn't involved in that he was just streaming himself on to it mm-hmm. um and i assume he'll do the same with playstation this this uh this week maybe there's some some stuff about that nintendo might copyright strike but anyway mm-hmm. um people oh, they left some games off of mystery games that they left off the uh investor briefing and that's just uh i don't really have anything else other than to bring it to the attention like there could be things like that mario leak that we saw to celebrate the the anniversary could be stuff like that that they're just waiting on some big presentation that they're going to show closer to june closer to july in the summer maybe closer to release uh we'll see how the world looks in a month or two honestly (laughs) uh but if it's still here but let's roll on to playstation studios the new sony interactive uh rebrand a released their logo and it looks just like uh another logo the xbox studios logo haha <laughs> just joking both of those logos look exactly like the marvel logo i i don't like the marvel studios logo i wouldn't blame them i mean it works it's recognizable they get to use their characters for it i mean i don't it's like think breaching onto the territory of yeah, all posters bit. have to have the actor's face showing, kind of thing. <laughs> With like oh, that, bl- like yeah, the blue. I was like, and we're definitely like, gonna see more logos like that. Yeah, yeah. the the lo- the name in three D with all of their uh, projects projected onto it <laughs> before the reveal of the full name. It's better than making like a a franchise, another uh, movie franchise with all of your uh, your greatest hits of like contemporary uh, characters, right? crystal dynamics anyway um so uh, hey guys uh before we we uh end the show have you guys been watching anything playing anything uh listening to anything recently that you just want to go briefly into uh, uh anthony have, have you been listening to anything or working on anything things. recently uh i come to think of it said video i'm planning on finishing it within the next month or two no boy being a um, I can't can't say what it is though so all I can I say said is keep it brief boys stuff is coming <laughs> and then I've been listening to um this math rock band I mean I've been listening to them for years but they had a new album that came out um and I've been loving it um Aaron also knows the name What's of the, the name of the band, band Anthony? Band of it as well. It's um Trico, I think it's pronounced. Yeah. I do. Yeah. It's the Pokemon? It's it, Trico, it looks yeah. like Tricot, but it's pronounced yeah, Trico. It's a math rock band. T R I C O T. I've been listening to them for years and uh yeah, their new album is pretty damn good. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. All right. Um, Aaron, uh, keep it brief. 
what have you been up to playing watching listening keep it brief well uh i watched uh becoming the michelle obama documentary about her uh really book tour for the release of her new book yeah nice. um, huh. i could go into it but what what's uh what's the uh what's i don't know anything about it i didn't even know it's it on was netflix, out right yeah, it's a Netflix documentary. So it, it, it's about um, she released her book, uh, the same title. Um, then she subsequently went on tour with the book, showing it around the whole country, like post uh, Trump election, essentially. Um, oh, interesting. And so she, a lot of the cuts are like uh, from the tour that she did, um, where she just gets interviewed like one on one by somebody else, um, another presenter, um, for like an audience of like thousands of people um but then like part of the documentary is also like her sharing parts of the story like her life story from the book as well as like her what was most interesting to me is uh her talking to kids around the country like kids in high school like she sits down like a couple of kids from like a local school and like talks to them about like what they're experiencing like their lives as like like mostly uh people of color like kids um like how they feel about the current climate that they're living in and she's like a really good like wow <laughs> must be so awesome i know that's why i was like literally every answer that she had was like so personal and tailored like to whoever she was talking to and it was like such good advice yeah. that, that was like so relatable it was like very inspiring um incredible and as i was watching it I opened up Twitter and I saw that Obamagate was trending and all the yeah. hope that I had for anything uh, in the entire world was just deleted <laughs> when I clicked on that. It's really, I mean, I, I don't want to get too into politics, but like... Yeah, you said go quick. I was like, yeah, I got a story. It's just... Uh, yeah, no, I yeah, actually, really I'll, I'll probably check that out too. That was a great sell. Oh, Obamagate, like... What's what's it about? You know what it's about. That's <laughs> that's as far as I'm gonna go into it. Oh, okay. So, so you just about? you're making you know, something up. Like know. you know what it is. Oh, do uh, we do? What is it? Why don't you just say what it is? Oh, you know if you just read the news, maybe not from you, but if you read the news, uh, you know. So doesn't make any sense. That's as far as politics we're gonna go into. Obviously, we don't have a bias. Uh, Rob, keep it brief. What have you been doing? Um, Watching, listening to? I'm... Reading? What's that? Have you been reading anything? Uh, just uh, besides textbooks, I uh, just... I'm trying to finish off uh, the Smallville uh, Season 11 comic book series that's that they wild. made. Um, <laughs> that's been on the back burner. Uh, uh, it's weirdly good. Um, and not enough, not good enough for TV. Is all I have to say. Wow, how dare you! <laughs> uh, besides that, playing through uh, Fallen Jedi Fallen Order again. That's it. Nice new game plus. New game plus. Listening to a oh, lot man. of Florence and the Machine while I do. Weirdly enough. Interesting. So you're playing Final Fantasy 15 while you play Jedi. Oh my god, um, that's awesome. Well. Hey, you know what? Uh, Noctis uses the force to pull swords out of the thin air. Exactly. Uh, Chad, you wanna you wanna talk briefly about what you've been up to, video game wise, movie wise, whatever. Yeah, 
I know last week I was talking about Grand Blue, but all it did was make me play really? uh, get back into Street Fighter Five. Like <laughs> nice. that's all I've been playing. <laughs> you have a you have a favorite character? Uh, I'm trying have to figure out, that out right now. It's between yet? Rainbow Seth Mika and sad. Poison. Rainbow Mika. Oh. Oh yeah, I haven't I haven't tried it. But yeah, yeah Rainbow Mika. I like her uh her um grappling style a lot because it's really offensive but i just been playing the hell out of it it was making me like grand yeah. blue just made me realize my love for street fighting <laughs> mm-hmm. as i was playing i just didn't want to do i know i was talking about the uh, auto combo stuff uh last week and if it is your first fighter you know you can learn a lot from it but there's nothing just like playing street fighter i just needed mm-hmm. i need that kind of gameplay i guess i'm more biased towards that most anime fighters tend to play a certain way. You know, they're really more, usually more fast-paced, more combo-oriented. Yeah, they're definitely, like, flashy-oriented. Yeah, I'm more into... I just like the straight-up fundamentals. Yeah. <laughs> Which Street Fighter brings. And then I've been playing... I've been dabbling in Tekken. Here and there. Nice. I guess Street Fighter. I misspoke last week. Uh, the last Street Fighter game I played was four. I haven't played five hmm. I think I said five while. last week. Before it came out, like, a long time ago. It feels like. I only played it... I don't have it either. I don't even I, have it. So. Uh, my friend Alex Plus, did. It might be we, time. It, he and I would just play a couple rounds. Um, granted, they didn't have a lot of the characters that they do now. Which... Yeah, like, yeah. it's very Locked different. Like and not only that, they have, like, a, a crazy amount wow. of costumes. Wow, really? Mm. Whoa. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, it's basically like a different game from under release. That's oh, great. I mean, I remember the controversy like around it when like it came out. Long, so. Maybe three or four months ago, but I was at the, my local bar scene, and we were talking about uh, Street Fighter, and he was like, Street Fighter Five was atrocious <laughs> at launch. He fucking hated that game. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, damn, he just... Yeah, it, it's, yeah, it's launch was pretty bad. Well, especially for like a legacy game like that, that already has so many characters, and then you just cut that yeah. in half, less than half. Like, so, like, so they could sell I them. I hope they learn for six. Like, don't yeah. ever do that again. <laughs> <laughs> Coming out with just no spend modes. the time, please. Yeah, it's always better. For fuck's sake. Well, uh, <laughs> the uh, it's okay if you excuse yourself, what? but if you don't, Anthony, um, then it's bad. Uh, you know, I'm going to use my, my classic, uh, transition classic for like one week, I guess. Speaking of six, I played the sixth of something recently. I, uh, started and, Dragon's com- Quest. and completed Final Fantasy six. Finally, uh, after all these years, uh, one of my, what was two missing pieces on the Final Fantasy puzzle that I've been trying to fill out over the years, uh, Final Fantasy VI is a beautiful game, um, and I'm really glad that I, I got to experience it. I uh, I think that it deserves the remake quality that, maybe not in the same vein of 7 Remake, but closer to what they're, the, what they're doing with the, the Dragon Quest franchise, I think it would, it would lend itself the way the characters... Um, present themselves they speak the world that they're that they're in 
it would make more sense in that kind of graphical style presentation, maybe even the accents that they use for the voice acting. Um, did you, which version did you play? I played the SNES version, the original. So okay. the techn- technically Final Fantasy 3. Um, I was gonna play the advanced one, which apparently has the better... That's um, not the one I played. It apparently has a better translation, which which uh, yeah. is cool. But uh, the old systems and the old like sprites were... Uh, I honestly, looking at it and playing through the whole game, uh, the only... The biggest turnoff to me, after having experienced like the story and the characters, and I think that this is very controversial to say. I think that the mobile game UI and systems inside of the like the PC ports of the of like that and five are bad. Just that's not something controversial. What I'm going to say is the cleaned up looks to those games like the graphics the characters that are not sprites anymore yes do i appreciate the sprite work yes of course do i think that it's much cleaner and much more uh relatable with the uh, new additions of the way that those um this the new sprites look yes i definitely think it's it's way way easier to relate or empathize with the characters and the plates that they're going through um but I did think about that when I was viewing the, the game and it's the story for the first time. Um, I think the relic system was pretty interesting as well. And the enemies seemed to do a lot more... Uh, I felt like there was way more status effect or it was way like riskier to go out into the environment, which you know you kind of <laughs> have to grind in those games. It's just the way it is. So, uh, yeah. But... Uh, that's about it. I don't think I watched anything too interesting other than that. Um, and uh, I still have to get back to Persona 5. So, Same. you know, Persona 5R has just been waiting for me. I'm still 35 hours into it. and I I think it's because I know that yeah, when I, I yeah, get sucked in. Yeah, we know in, what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's I, gonna, I put like, it on hold too yeah. for the same reason. I was like, it's just gonna. Be I got stuff hole. that I need to do. Before yeah. I yeah. Honestly, yeah, projects to like, work on. Not enough time. I in the day. really yeah. feel for the animators who work on Naruto when they make him do the shadow clone jutsu. Because having to draw like multiple instances of the, of the same character for one frame sucks. Because that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, no. No, thank you. <sighs> but uh, anyone have uh, anything else? I think we're going to miss Rob's topic from a few weeks ago yeah. again because we're just at that, uh, that I mean, end that's point. a question that we could uh, always ask whenever there's not a bajillion things happening yeah, as far as gaming we'll, news goes. We'll see. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll, we'll table it again unfortunately for uh, but uh anything, right anything else other than plugs guys all right well anthony where can uh, we you find, can find you me on the internet on that you're willing the to show dr d youtube channel you gotta spell out doctor and then you get a big old d 
And then um, link in description of everywhere it is on you all find platforms podcast, and also if which you is on all platforms by Instagram, the way. Instagram, it's Ooh. Cash Money Zanor. Cool. Link that one as well. Uh, Aaron, where can we find you or things that you do? Aaron Blondell on Twitter. Do I have an Insta? All right. Period. <laughs> okay. That's it. Okay. Yeah, I don't really use it. Rob, where can we find you on the internet? <laughs> okay, Rob, we can find you at it's just uh, at it's think, a core boy on. I think it's uh, things on Instagram. Up, yeah, it's okay. Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah whatever it is, it'll be linked in the description. Um, Chad, where can we find you on the internet? Yeah, this is my Insta. Follow me at at Chad underscore Morton. All right. No Twitter this time? No. I don't All, right. Really All right. Chad, do you have any plugs of anyone you want to uh, shout out this week? D- uh, <laughs> shout out to Dino Crisis. The whole franchise. Okay. <laughs> There's a fan-made uh, remake. I just saw that they're really? not bringing it uh, 4K with 60 FPS support. What? Dino that? Crisis Classic Rebirth Update. All right. Shout out to those guys. Incredible. Capcom Come Rebirth. on again. <laughs> That's sick. All right, you can find me at uh, at Blaze Nicolosi on Twitter, and uh, you can find Echo Screen at Echo Screen in all caps underscore Pod on Twitter, and Echo Screen on YouTube. Echo Screen everywhere you find your podcasts. Thank you. It's been uh, it's been real, guys. We'll be back next week. If uh, if you've gotten this far and Rob's audio has been messed up the whole episode, we're just going to clarify that. Uh, <laughs> that happened, we don't know. But anyway, it's been real. Catch you next week. Bye. 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 Love ya.